in studio this morning. We have an old friend who hasn't been in studio for a long time, recording studio, of course, and that's Dr. Neville Wellington, who's on the front line. He's had COVID himself as well as pushed through in his medical practice, seen a lot of people, especially in the area of his speciality, and that is diabetes. Very good morning to you, Dr. Neville. Good morning, Wayne, and morning to all your listeners. Neville, um, we've seen a lot in the news, in social media. We've seen just how many people who are dying of uh, from COVID and have a comorbidity, and often that comorbidity is diabetes linked with sometimes obesity. What is the relationship? How does it work that these people are really struggling and many dying with COVID when they've got diabetes? We've had long discussions about this as doctors and uh, even um, myself and part of the team in the Nutrition Network because we've actually done some talks in that around the fact that th- there's really two pandemics that are colliding and one is the obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome pandemic and now we've got COVID. And right from the really early on, we, knew, we saw the numbers coming from China, from America, from Italy, and elderly patients, patients overweight, patients with diabetes, hypertension, all those sort of metabolic syndrome issues that were coming out. And the question is, why, why is that happening? Well, in fact, it's really got to do with the fact that when you have metabolic syndrome, diabetes, all these, these issues, they actually increase your inflammatory processes. And we know that diabetes is actually a very inflammatory disorder. Of and, the blood vessels. <clears throat> well, of, of the whole body. I mean, of all your cells, your fat cells, your, you're releasing inflammation. And it seems that along with that, you get this, this inflammatory process that happens with, with the coronavirus. And, you know, you, usually after a week or so, you start getting this whole inflammation that starts to occur. And your body's immune system then responds. But, in fact, we know that p- people overweight and, and diabetic actually have a, have a reduced immunity. They, mm. they actually don't respond in the same way that, that maybe people who are otherwise healthy do respond. The immune system is already fighting it's already inflammation. Fight inflammation and and so so it's it's a, it's a kind of a it kind of hits you from both sides. You've got this inflammatory process and you've got inflammation from the disease. It's it's obviously quite very, it's very complex as well because there are lots of pathways that start start interacting and colliding that that promote this this process. So we we, we really are are seeing a lot more of the of the of unfortunately the the people who are have, have been hit by this well we would talk talk about the insulin resistance pro- problem that's been mm-hmm. happening over the last sort of half century and it's now just unfortunately you highlighting how important it is to 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 really deal with the insulin resistance obesity the hypertension the diabetes and do it with a lifestyle and Actually, as a nutrition network, as a group that we are part of, we've been highlighting this on our talks and webcasts and webinars that we do as well. Yeah, when you say <clears throat> the two collide, uh, we're t- talking about, I think you said in one of our diabetes programs, something like 10,000 new cases of diabetes in the Western Cape per month. Was that uh, South Africa? I think it's more South Africa that, that, that are coming through. But we do have a very high incidence we in the Western Cape. We do have a very high incidence in the Western Cape. In fact, uh, you know, the, the IDF two years ago, I think I mentioned it, released figures that said that we, we've, like 12.5% of our population is, is di- are diabetic. And, you know, that, that didn't come as a surprise, which pr- usually when you, when, when you talk about those are diagnosed, you probably mean there's another 
another double that, you mm. know, who, who actually are undiagnosed and are out there. And we we also talking, you know, up to sixty percent overweight in our in our country. So it's really is a big problem, and it's it's really affecting the, the population. You know, fortunately, we still are seeing a you know from the the coronavirus stats and that eighty percent of people are fortunately getting through it fine. Mm. Um, but it's a twenty percent. We don't quite know why exactly there's obviously some genetic predisposition and then there's the 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 weight and the um and all the other problems that come along so what can people you're a diabetic specialist we have a speciality what can people who are diabetic during these times do what should they be doing because now they are at high risk it's like certain age groups and you know the very charles shula dr charles shula always says on his show during flu season the very young, the very old, and the very sick. So that would be similar with coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, pre-warned is kind of, you know, you've got to do something before you actually get it. And mm. and I think if you are diabetic, you have to actually take it seriously. And, mm. you know, you really need to be watching your diet, monitoring your glucose re- levels regularly. You know, glucometers now are... are, are easily available you can get them over the counter you know from your pharmacy you can start testing you can actually do a lot of of um good by by actually monitoring and you know i've, I've had a few patients uh, sadly i've had a few that have passed away but i've had quite a few that have been fine and you know the big thing that we're teaching them is just you've got to monitor your sugar you've got to eat properly you can't allow your glucose levels to spike above eight or nine or ten and think that that's fine you actually have to keep them under control because if you <clears throat> maintain a good diet like a low carb diet it means that you've got a huge reduction of inflammation in your body caused by the glucose but, but, the carbohydrates yes yes and i mean the studies have shown that if your diabetes is well controlled there was a chinese study that that came out a couple of months ago and they showed that if your HbA1c is under 7.3%, your risk of dying is only 1%. Wow. If your HbA1c is above that, your risk of dying is 11%. Right. So, so it correlated quite well. And so, you know, so we, even if you get your, you need to get your sugar levels down. If your sugar levels have spiked more than twice a day in the last month, above 10, then your, your, your risk of dying is, is 11%. Right. Sorry. So that's very, very important <clears throat> that now is the time to be, controlling your uh, diabetes through lowering the sugar and of course the low carb diet and as we always say if you want to eat make sure you check your glucometer if the glucometer says you've spiked from that food don't eat that food that's exactly right that's what we've been saying for the last five ten years i can't remember how long (laughs) thank you so much for joining us this morning it's a pleasure wayne